This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Final segment of Sons of the Shoe, our live reaction to the Cotton Bowl which wrapped uh, a, a little bit over an hour ago. Um, Buckeyes obviously falling 14-3. to three. It's Spencer German with his solo tonight as uh, we continue the conversation. And as always, we reserve this last segment for our Michigan Panic Meter. We also are bringing back Love It, Like It, or Leave It, as uh, we haven't had a chance to do that since the, the last game they played, which was, of course, against Michigan Thanksgiving weekend. Real quick, though, because I, I love to, to to get to you guys and the comments you guys are bringing in through the show, especially being on my own. The commentary is much appreciated. Um, so let's uh, – I'm going to go back to this one real quick. This one comes from Go Black 45 and he says, the key to Ohio State is hiring a strong AD that can pull the trigger even if they have a decent year. And I do think that this is an interesting wrinkle in the Ryan Day dilemma is that you're going to have a new AD coming in next year uh, once Gene Smith retires this spring. And what is his tolerance going to be for somebody like Ryan Day? What is his tolerance going to be for uh, losing to Michigan? Uh, a, A head coach that's obviously going to be on the hot seat. It's a very, very fair question. I also want to throw this one out there from Stephen Short as the comparisons to a, a former Ohio State coach continue. Day, at the very least, is on the hot seat for losing great Ohio recruits to other Big Ten schools. Oh, yeah, losing to Michigan. He's John Cooper all over again. That comparison is going to continue to haunt him. He is going to continue to be called John Cooper um, from this fan base, and and I guess rightfully so. I, I, I have tried, as some have pointed out in the comments, to defend Ryan Day and stand by him because I, I thought there were some results and some things like like I, like I talked about the Georgia game last year and the playoff and the, the top tier recruiting classes um, that 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 showed he can still get this job done and that he still deserves some time. But a night like tonight, and and I'm not trying to be too hyperbolic again about a game that didn't a lot and a Cotton Bowl against Missouri when you're in the transfer portal era and there's a bunch of guys not there. But it, he didn't look like he had any answers. And normally, even in this era of college football being what it is, again, Urban Meyer always had his teams ready for these games. And he always had a lot of guys willing to still play, even if they had NFL aspirations that they were sort of putting on the line or, or risking. Um, and we didn't see that. We, we saw some of the latter, I guess, in this in this example. But we didn't see just the readiness from this team, specifically on offense. And listen. Anytime you're talking about the offense and anytime you're talking about quarterbacks and what and, and scoring points and all these different narratives, it's going to end up being egg that Ryan Day has to wear on his face flatly. Like it, it's on him. It, it ultimately falls 100% to him. And that's where we're at, I think, with this loss. All right. So with all that in mind, we need to get to the Michigan panic meter. 
And I, uh, Nick always likes to point out that I like you being a fan, a, a diehard fan of this team. And I've talked about this before guys. Like I, I'm a fan of a number of teams through my sports loving lens and life that I live and lead. Um, but the two that really seem to, uh, like really draw my emotions that I get emotionally attached to the most are the Boston Red Sox, which you notice behind me, the, the Fenway Park picture up there. Um, I am not shy about the fact that I'm a Red Sox fan living in Cleveland. Yes, I, I understand that's going to get some slander from people. But uh, the other one is Ohio State. Like, I, I ride that emotional wave with this team as much as anybody. My wife and I do. My wife does the exact same thing. Um, so we very much, you know, bounce off of each other. Just being negative about the, the state of Ohio State. She was... She she went to bed, by the way, before the first half was even over. She said she had seen enough. And it was probably a good move because I feel like that game took years off my life. But um, so she can, she actually sometimes can be a little more hyperbolic than me. But because I ride, ride that wave, as Nick likes to point out, I, uh, I'm i going to go from being in the light gray last week, uh, literally a week ago, to now moving into the light scarlet all of a sudden. Because I, I think that tonight was a – a, a game that exposed some true problems with this team, most notably with the offensive line, most notably with the quarterback position, and leaves some more questions rather than answers about Ryan Day. And that's maybe the best way to put what I talked about earlier in the show is I think previous years, yeah, you lost to Michigan, but you at least walked away from the season feeling like there were some answers to the problems that you saw. You responded with a win in the Rose Bowl over Utah a couple years ago. A lot of new faces, big-name players bursting onto the scene in that game, and you felt good about things. Last year, okay, you lose to Michigan, but you go to the playoff. You near, you take Georgia to the break, almost win it, could have won a national championship, and you fall short. And so all of a sudden, uh, you feel like there's still some potential and some momentum moving in your direction with this team. And this year is the first year where it, it's just like carpet ripped off underneath you. You lose to Michigan again, and then you run into a brick wall in this game, and it just feels very discouraging and dilapidating. And we now have to have that image, the image of this Missouri loss burned into our memory for the next six-plus months uh, as we before we get ready for a, a new season in the fall, which is just uh, miserable to think about. Um, I will say – because I ride that emotional wave, are you guys in agreement with me that a, a, a win over Michigan, or sorry, a, a loss by Michigan to Alabama in the college football playoff would make me feel better about things? I think that's kind of the, the, the emotional swings of this mat, this rivalry and of this, this Ohio State Buckeyes team is that you ingrain yourself not only in what your team is doing, but also what your biggest rival is do, is is uh is doing. So if if, if Michigan goes out uh and in, in on Sunday or sorry on Monday and they lose to to Alabama, I will revel in it. I will laugh at their expense, especially if it's a, it's a, a lopsided affair. How they didn't belong in the playoff. And guess what? Michigan fans can throw it right back in my face and say, "Well, neither did Ohio State, and we and we beat you guys in three years in a row." Blah blah blah, and they'll be right. But it'll it, it feels a little bit better knowing that uh, Michigan gets uh, gets nothing and they lose in the words of Willy Wonka as well. If Ohio State can't have nice things in any given season, all right, I'm going to get you out of here with this to wrap up our 
post-game edition of Sons of the Shoe as we put the finishing touches on our recap show from the Cotton Bowl, a miserable 14-3 loss to Missouri where it seemed like Ohio State just had nothing offensively, no answers, absolutely zilch, nada, uh, which that'll tease nicely into what my leave it'll be. But I start with love it, like it, or leave it with my love it of the night, which is going to be a player I mentioned earlier in the show, Jack Sawyer, three sacks tonight, the performance of his life, maybe not his life, but the, his Ohio State career, his Ohio State Buckeyes life. He put on a show. He was fantastic. Had me reminiscing and, and thinking back, flashing back to the, the Bosa brother days here at Ohio State. It was uh, it was really good to see him burst out in a big way. And he, I think, has come on strong in the in, down the stretch of the season in general this year. So that was encouraging. And the fact that he said leading up to this game that he is more than likely to return to Ohio State is an encouraging thing because I think this defensive line with him and some others that might come back could be really, really good again next year. My like it is going to be sticking on the defensive side of the ball, Denzel Burke, who was also great, flying up, making plays in the run game, but also the defense as a whole. And I'll even lump into it. This is kind of a uh, a, a a bundled like it, uh, Jim Knowles. I, I thought Jim Knowles was great this, uh, in this game. It's the one sort of positive if, if you're trying to find anything positive to take away, the play of the defense and his play calling, I thought was great. And I think largely all year that's been the case. I, I know people were always looking to blame him. I know people were always looking to throw him under the bus as, as a problem. But, guys, he's gotten a lot out of this defense. He was the re- the, the defense was the reason Ohio State was 11-1 on the season. He was, with, without Jim Knowles and the effort he put he, he put into this, this team this year, and you, generally year two with Jim Knowles goes really, really well as it did for the Buckeyes. Um, I, I don't know where this team would have been otherwise. Like, like he, I can't say enough about that group. Um, they were really, really good. They got better, I think, as the season went on. And certain individuals got better as the season went on, including Jack Sawyer, who I mentioned. So I, I was blown away by the effort tonight. It's the – let's put it this way. When I get off the air here and uh, wrap up this live show, I will go to bed – dreaming about that dominant defense and the potential that it could look very similar next year. And I will be hope and hoping that keeps away the nightmares of whatever the hell it is we watched from the offensive side of the ball. Um, and that'll do it for like it. Let's go to leave it to wrap up the show. My leave it really just the entire game. Can we take that tape, burn it, bury it, uh, bury the ashes under the ground, six feet under, never mention it again. I really never want to have the pro here's the problem. I really don't want to have to talk about this game again because um, it, it was miserable. It was miserable to watch. It's been miserable to talk about. I'm living in my fears. I think many uh, other Ohio state fans are living in their fears. They're ready to run Ryan day out of town again. It's like a, a month ago when we were having these conversations and I'm going to have to talk about it again because I didn't get to talk about it with Nick tonight. So that means this conversation isn't going to end for me and I can't just, uh, men in black vaporized the the memory of this 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 game and the highlights of this game. Were there even any highlights? Were there any? I, I don't know. I, I guess the two touchdowns that Missouri scored were uh, were highlights in this one. That's about it. And the Jack Sawyer sacks. That's about all we got from uh, in the form of highlights in this game. Um, so yeah, like 
I, I want to be able to do that, but I'm not going to be able to do that because Nick didn't get a chance to respond and react. He's going to be back with me when we do the show. Our Tuesday edition will drop coming your way next week. Uh, we'll get back on schedule and on track with you there. And uh, I'm sure he'll have plenty of thoughts on uh, on this game as well. I'm also sure Nick's always good for trying to talk me off the ledge. Always. He's always good for trying to talk me off the ledge. I, I, I admit it. I'm very emotional when it comes to this team. I admit it that uh, I'm riding that wave. And like many of you, I, I'm walking away from this one a little bit panicked about what the future holds at uh, certain core areas of this team, specifically a quarterback and offensive line. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm nervous as hell about the decisions that this team's going to make and this program's going to make in the coming weeks and months as they get ready for 2024. And I'm sure Nick will try to tell me it's going to be okay and convince us all that Ryan Day is still a good coach. I look forward to having that conversation, even if I think he's wrong, even if you think he's wrong, on the next episode of Sons of the Shoe. In the meantime, please, please, please follow, like, subscribe, all of those different options, wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, the Odyssey app. Of course, you can find this also at 92thefan.com and the 92thefan YouTube page where many of you are watching and getting involved in the show tonight. We are a new podcast, and we're trying to stay relevant and on the scene and, and inform you guys and keep the conversation going well into the offseason and, and into the fall of next year, getting you ready for the 2024 campaign. But we can't do it without your support, of course. It, it, it's going to be a long offseason, a long, cold offseason, but we're going to keep these conversations going because there's going to be so much to talk about with this team moving forward, and we look forward to having those with you uh, all off season long. So please, like I said, follow, like, subscribe, all of it, wherever you get your podcast. Keep sticking, staying in touch with Nick and I. Nick Wilson says on Twitter at Spencito underscore for me as uh, we look for your input and commentary, like we got tonight uh, for the shows. And we until we do it again. Thanks for watching and listening, and go Bucks. <laughs>